another tattoo idea. Kara throws in a, <laughs> special, <laughs> a destiny. special destiny. I want it on a t-shirt. I want it on a t-shirt real bad. But we could just have KT. No. SD. No. And everyone be like, what is that? I don't want that. And you could be like, Kara Thrace in a special destiny. What would Kara Thrace do? I don't want any of that. I don't know. I don't want a part of any of that. I just want to keep throwing out tattoo ideas for our last episode. You cannot play God, then wash your hands of the things that you've created. Sooner or later, the day comes when you can't hide from the things that you've done anymore. Welcome to the finale episode, Daybreak Parts 2 and 3 of Beers, Beats, and Battlestar Galactica, where we, your co-hosts, Kaylee and Lisa, take you through every episode up until the end. Which of, it if, is. It is. Well, I mean, really, there's still the plan. There's still Caprica. Like, we're not saying that we're going to do them soon. There's some sort of threat of a but we're not remake saying, or look, a new series. Or... This may not be the final episode, but it is certainly the finale episode two-parter. Uh, and we are drinking again yeah because that's what we do that's what we do so our first beer uh kaylee if you will it's three's brewing short fuse this one goes out to our guy tyrell he does have a short fuse famously short famously short and it has mega consequences in this double episode yeah it sort of changes the game for like a couple of species people it, it, i mean it kind of changes the whole future yeah. uh, and this is a can you what is that it's a it is a foodra fermented smoked hellas i feel like there's a lot of cultures of words in there it's it's light it's strange uh um, it's smoky yes it is smoky. it's not bad the aftertaste is very smoke um yeah uh, and we are pairing it actually shout out to ron with a glenmorangie just like a 10-year Glenmorangie whiskey from Scotland. A little bit of scotch. A little bit of scotch. uh, Pour one out for all of these. The second beer we will be drinking is called Can't Stay Long, uh, which is actually I got it for Starbuck because she just disappears, literally. We can talk about that later. Uh, But then Kaylee mentioned that it is also for Rosalind. But, you know. For our two favorite ladies. It's true. Um, And this is by Good Fire Brewing Co. from Portland, Maine. Uh, it is a a German pilsner, I think. We're ending on a pilsner. Uh, I think we might for be. Us. I mean, let's. We're just ending say, on a pilsner with scotch. Yeah, so. we're ending on a scotch. Yeah, uh, let's do that. It is. It is a German pilsner. Um, I mean, I love again spruiking like two hundred nine brewing. They always have great beers, and it's it's great because I just go in and I just I get whatever. It's always good. Although I do say I have been missing the IPAs, but I think actually. For this very long recording session, these 5% beers were probably a better choice than yeah, our normal you made the right double call. IPAs. I think the last time I was in this room, we were drinking something that was 17%. I believe that we've done that before. Yes. yes. Yeah, More yeah, than yeah. once we have. I mm. almost got, um, there was one called Tech Noir and it had like a robot on it. Tech Noir. And it was, uh, it was, I think, like some kind of porter fuck off massive beer. There was, right around the time we started the podcast, there was like a beer that was very clearly meant to be a take on Battlestar Galactica. It was what? called like Heller Tau Galactica or something, but it had like a, like a little dude in something that looked like a viper on mm. it. And it was something I was like, oh, I'm going to save that beer for a really important episode or for the finale. 
not realizing that we live in New York City and beer is very trendy and it was a limited release. They're always limited releases. Yeah. Like everything at 209 Station. That's why I actually got that beer from last episode, one of them, like months ago because I was like, I don't know if they're going to have it when I do the finale. No, I regret not buying it. I've regretted it every day. What's the What's the brewery? Maybe we should call them up and be like, hey. I will have to. I, t- I have a picture of it somewhere, but we can. Amazing. We can look it up and maybe one day we'll find... A remaining It'll can. be a lifelong pursuit. Indeed. All right. Should we just get right fracking into this? Let's do it. So this is, I believe, Daybreak Part 2, Part 1. Part 2, Part 3? I mean, I think technically it's like Daybreak is a three-parter, but I think there's Daybreak Part 1, which is the length of one episode, uh-huh. and Daybreak Part 2, which is the length of two episodes. So right now we're on Daybreak Part 2, Part 1. Okay, but they it do doesn't call matter it what Daybreak call it. Part 2, Part 3. Do they? Okay, yeah, that's much less confusing. I just thought it was funny. Before we get into this, because I know we start out at the strip club, I just wanted to say that Ronald D. Moore basically said, so they went to the strip club and Ronald D. Moore said, shoot all the nudity you want, there's a DVD version. So we missed out Classic. on a lot of nudity, including Ellen Ty stripping I in mean, the... I wouldn't say version. that there's Ellen Tye nudity, but there's scantily clad Ellen Tye for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But there is a lot more nudity in the DVD version. So if you want that, go get it. Anyway, tell me about this episode. From Written- my perspective, from my like sci-fi.com perspective, uh, we've got some beautiful shots of like Capri- what I assume is Caprica City at night, which... Um, I think I feel like the vibe of this strip club, not to give any spoilers, but it's it's setting things up. It's setting kind of the tone for what Caprica is going to be. There's just like oh, the TV series. Yeah. So apparently the strip club is a strip club for couples in real life. Oh, and that's they found fun. a lot that's of cute. skeezy strip clubs and they were like, nope, nope, nope. They were like, they these poor guys were going around Canada looking just looking for a strip club just a good canadian strip club and everyone was being very rowdy on set and so they were trying to so like every time that poor old michael would yell cut somewhat they'd all just start chatting wait i'm sorry how many strip clubs did they try to film in i don't know but i do know that they they that went seems to, like some bullshit to me oh no we spent five hours filming this strip club no, but it's no, just not, not working filming. they just had to go around and look at them they didn't film in all of them <laughs> okay they okay. had to look they had to scout for strip clubs and then they found this the one. The poor which was, schlub who got that job. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure he hated it. Or she. You never know. I mean, let's be real. Maybe was, she's an Ellen Ty who was, is the most enthusiastic about being in a strip club. It was club. definitely three men talking to me on that audio commentary. I'm pretty sure it was mm. men. Anyway. Yeah, we're going to talk about men some more in this. Finale. Oh, my. Oh, boy. Howdy, are we? All right. Let's let's. I can get to it. We've got Adama and Ty at the strip club. Ty, Ty is always drunk, but he is so extra in this scene. He very much is. Um, my my note. Ellen's is of, a bit extra as well, even in the edited version. Yeah, my note is of course Ellen is there. Yeah, and of course Ellen is that bitch who's like, I love strip clubs. She is. Yeah, which. Yeah, strip I mean, clubs are great. I don't, I don't. Yeah, hate strip clubs. It's just not surprising at all to me that Ellen's thrilled to be there yes yeah and is giving adama shit about not wanting to be there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're toasting to adama's retirement which he's sort of begrudgingly agreeing to 
retiring from, I guess, the colonial fleet and taking a high paying desk job. That seems to be what's going on. I guess. And then Ty like screams so loudly at the strippers. Yeah! Yeah! So much. The audio commentary guys love Ty in this. They're like, no one else could get away with that. And I'm like, can he though? (laughs) Like, I love him, but can he? I mean, I guess. It's a lot. If someone was that enthusiastic about how I was doing my job, it oh my might God. be flattering. Maybe. I don't know. I, I should don't know. come into wherever know. you work next and just scream at yeah. you while I'm trying mm-hmm. to do my job. For sure. This scene is cut with Starbuck and the Adama boys, but I feel like we should just power through Adama struggling with his decision at getting too drunk and then sitting outside and puking on himself. Which we just listened to the commentary where Ronald D. Moore was like, that was on a massive television screen and it was a lot for people. Yeah, they screened it in some sort of like movie theater situation. It was like, that's a lot of vomit when it's that big. And then he he's just like staring up at the stars, which that feels wrong because they're in what what feels like it's similar to New York City and you can't see any stars, uh, but whatever. He starts just like looking at the sky and grinning semi-maniacally. It's nice acting work from EJO. Usually. Always. Always, always. So, yeah, it's been a back and forth between this and um, the dinner table at the Starbucks. Is it Zach? Yeah. Yeah. Starbucks, Zach, Adama. Yeah. Household. What I really do, what I did, I was surprised by is that I did agree with Apollo about need the need to be politically engaged. And that's about it as far as that. That's all the notes I have. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And But, I, but then I, I stopped agreeing with I him. I thought the conversation was interesting about his brother calling him out for actually being a cynic who kind of like pretends to be noble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was good. And uh, Starbuck agreed. She was yeah. like, oh, I'm starting to like your brother. And she's still angling for that threesome. Working so hard. She's like, oh, boys, let's open up some old wounds. <laughs> Which, like, maybe her approach isn't the best. <laughs> yeah, air that family drama. Ugh. If I'm to understand how people in America try to connect, it's through shared trauma. So she was angling the right way as far as I see it. That seems fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as an American, I'll agree with that. Mm. But she's like, honey, I'm starting to like your brother. Yeah, so weird. it's weird. It's weird times. I think that we've established that you miss all of the Rosalind Sean stuff, right? Yes, now, that's not in there. I do want to just establish that Kara's solution to is it is Zachary fiance at this point? I guess maybe. I we know they become engaged. I mean, is it the rate. first time? She's but meeting he Bella? passes out, and she's just like, "But you can hold your liquor," which means, and she like she's all. Over, I love Kara. I love some Kara threes, but she is all over him. She's like, time for shots. And she's like, got yeah. her hands all over his chest. She is inappropriate. They both are. I have notes about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where this fits in. I'm going to put it in here because it's next on my notes. My notes read, kinky Mrs. Roslyn. I love this. Get it, girl, with a U. Did I say you should go? So basically what happens in this scene is hunky, hunky, hunky Sean comes in. Ugly what a name. name. <laughs> Such a hunk. 
he comes in and she's like, I thought you looked familiar. He's like, I, when they said your name, I knew who it was, but like, I always had a crush on you as if you wouldn't. And she, she's like, teacher. Yeah. Yeah. And then she, uh, he's like, Oh look, it's fine. Um, I can, I can leave. Like if you're uncomfortable and she says, did I say you should go? The night is young. And, and so are so you. so are you. Ah! Is actually, what did she say? She says, and so are you, it would seem. And then they, she pours some wine and I'm like, damn. Get now, it. Get it. Get, get it, it. Get it. But I should say that that is not the end of that. I'm just trying to see where it is again in my notes. I think it's much later. It's it's where the next scene with them together is where she does the phone call. So we will know. Okay. It's way mm. later. But anyway, so I just wanted to add that in there. I'm so sorry. That wasn't in your version. I am sorry too. No one's sorrier than me. Yeah. It's like a Mrs. Robinson, except it's Mrs. Roslin. So it's better. Mrs. Roslinson. Mrs. Roslinson. Indeed. <laughs> uh, it is so good. Yeah. I'm glad one of us got to experience that. She's in lingerie later and you missed that. And I'm very sad about it. <sighs> She's in lingerie and she kicks a man out of her house. And I was like, this is Kayla's I love, I love everything about that. This is every, like, I just, yeah. Anyway, we'll mm-hmm. talk about it later. Although I would trade lingerie for all the, like, black uh, tactical gear that everyone's wearing later. But otherwise, mm. yeah. Yeah. I'm good to oh, go. Oh, no, but you didn't see her in it. You Fair. Change Fair your point. Mind. Fair you point. change your mind when you see Lace her. Lace doesn't usually do it for me. Dude, I'm going to, I'm going to show you later. <laughs> And I'm going to get a video of your But Mary McDonald always does it for me. Exactly. You should see her. It's so good. Anyway, continue. Good for her. Absolutely. And I'm glad they let her be like gorgeous in these last episodes. Mm -hmm. In addition to being like her sickly self. Yeah. So we've got finally. Oh, this is not yet. Right now it's just head six, which I wrote as head six, head six, head six. Because who doesn't love head six? Absolutely. She's like, guys. Go ahead. Well, that's I mean, I think that's thing. that's always been part of the fun of head six and head guys. Maybe we never addressed it outright. I don't think we ever said it out loud yeah. like that. But Whew. if not now, when? Exactly. Mm. Uh, she's like, guys, you're already doing God's plan. You're, you're, you're right where you're supposed to be or whatever. And Paula comes in. He's like, Paula, I'm talking to my head six. Give me a minute. She's like, angel, okay. My angel. Yes. So, uh sicklier Rosalind than when last we left her is this oh god this I love this scene. scene with Coddle it's really good he's like you know you're using up the last bit of life you got he sounds exactly like my impression of Ty I don't have old white man impressions that sound different you just have you just need one they all sound the same yeah 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 and I just like this scene got me oh so I was much. tearing up so hard oh yeah she's like you you gave this old woman more time despite cancer and her own... I forget what she says. But. The only line that I remember is, you're going to ruin your image, light a cigarette, and go and grumble. And I was like, that's perfect. That's yeah, perfect. It's, it's, she's just... She's really grateful, and she's really good at like acting. Mm. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> this is Mary McDonald good at acting. This you is the analysis that you all signed up for. Absolutely. Listen, no one's going to disagree with me. Not a soul. She confesses to Ishe that she's so pumped full of drugs that she can barely see. And Ishe's like, yeah, I'm surprised you're not floating off the bed. Yeah. It's yeah. Great. It's a great little scene. Um, 
She's got a lot to do in these last few episodes. And she does. Hilo is speechifying and it's like, hey, you know, just Aww. mentioning again, this is a volunteer-only mission. And, and everybody volunteers. It's nice. I think it's nice. And he's like, you guys are always looking for creative ways to die. Yeah. And it's like, And Athena's in the corner like, all right, maybe there is hope. Yeah. Kind of. And then of. Um, holding up the wall. Yeah, it's really funny how they, a lot of them do die. Yeah, I guess. No, I'm joking. <laughs> That's a joke. That's a terrible joke. I mean, it seemed like you were criticizing the show for killing a lot of the extra pilots. No, of course people had to die. Yeah. It's war. It's been war for like four years. Unless they just fucking disappear. Mm. We will get to that. Hmm. Lisa, 10 years later <laughs> than everyone else, has thoughts about the finale. Stay tuned. It's kind of fun, but it's also kind of lonely. <laughs> It's like, who else just watched Battlestar Galactica this year? Oh, oh man. Maybe. Maybe there's a lonely few. Do you know what? I feel like there are people who are still angry. Like, for sure. There are people who still think, like, my old colleague was like, I still think about it all the time. <laughs> like, wow. This is before I knew what happened. <laughs> I mean, there are plot lines on Buffy I still think about angrily. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Oh, man. It. That's true, actually. Mm-hmm. So uh, everyone's having their like little meetings around the ship for their little parts of the plan. And like Adama's having his meeting and the Cylons are having their meeting. And Sam is a big part of this plan. And I'm just curious, like, how does anybody know if they just hook Sam up to everything that he's going to do what they want? He can't even speak a sentence. He I thought about that too. They just trust understand or react or... No, but they're like, he'll know what to do. He'll we know told him, that everyone shouldn't and die. And he said a lot of gibberish and then he said end of line and then he kept talking and we were like, he gets it. He knows. He he's knows. been in a bathtub before. He wouldn't let us down. He wants that perfect universe moment. Yeah. That's what he's always dreamed of. That's what he's always dreamed of. Um, it's 2,000 years of being alive. This moment where they're like, it's too complicated to reroute the wires, so we'll just move his bathtub to the CIC. I think this is where Adama agrees, and then I think this is where the scene with Kara is where she's like yelling at him. Because he's like, that's like his line where he's like, I don't want him in the CIC. And like, I think you see it later in the non deleted scenes where he's like, he's like fiddling with the slimy wires. He's like, this in my workplace. Yeah. How dare you? And Ty's like, it's not too late to flush them all out of the airlock. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Except he's also one of them. So like, whatever. Yeah. He's always sort of owned that though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we're not there yet. Where we are is getting the gay admiral we deserve. Yes. I am all for Admiral Hoshi. Yes. Yes. Oh, that we th- don't know if he's they gay. They took the time to set it up in he's the last episode. Queer. It's great. Yes, true. All we know is... He's a queer icon. The only lover we've seen him take... Yes. ...is Gata R.I.P. And do you know what? It should have been Gata. And maybe if he didn't do a mutiny... If he didn't been do a Gata. mutiny, he was real in line for that. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the adventures of Sabrina... Just to get to where Alessandro Giuliani is. And I only like just got up to there now and I'm like, oh, what a dreamboat still. Such a dreamboat. He, that show is a lot for me, but um, I don't really like I don't really like it that much, but yeah. I really, really like his Alessandro Giuliani. I was like, you Plus know what? Ty makes a little cameo. Oh, of course he does. 
I feel like in a city where there are so many famous people, I would be that bitch who like people were like who? And I'd be like, oh my God, Alessandro, I love you yeah. so much. Please call me. That's what I promise I won't. That's what like it. nerddom is all about. Like yeah. being excited about a person that most people have never heard of. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. That's the best. I love him. I miss him. I missed him. I wish they'd brought him back for a like flashback cameo. Oh, that would have been nice. Yeah. Just a just a just a little thing. One more time. Maybe just a little bit of like backstory of him and Hoshi or whatever. It's fine. Yeah, like him and Hoshi having a flashback. Or like maybe just like him I don't know. Where who could he have been woven in with? Even just like him with like Bal- I don't know. Balter. Well, I was gonna say that, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure they just met on the series and like they were doing the flashbacks to Caprica. But yeah, I just maybe know just a that little you bit. in your heart. It's <laughs> all I want. <laughs> all I want is just a flashback scene of them fucking. Is it so much to ask for? Apparently. Anyway. Rude. We get an almost threesome incest situation. We get Ellen Dye stripping and you can't have a little bit of like just butt sex? Come on. Gay sex. Just little a little bit. A little bit of Just gay a sex. little bit. Oh, I can imagine it so well. I know you can. You Everyone can see my knows mind. you can. <laughs> you see my mind is... I can see your eyes glazing over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be an episode of Beers, Beats, and Battlestar Galactica without um, Gator Gaia's fantasy. Not for you anyway. No. But unfortunately, instead of that, what we get to talk about is how Romo Lampkin is the president now. Do you know what? It's been a while since I watched this series and I forgot his name. And when I saw him be president, I was like, this fucking guy? I'm pretty sure that's only my note. This fucking guy for president. Romo Lampkin, 2020. And I was like, it's like Scott Morrison, like the Australian prime minister. It's like, really? Seriously, this guy? It's like <laughs> I was Pete glad Buttigieg. that we got to see Jake again. Yeah, I mean... Jake, who is first dog now? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's an important role. It's important for me, and I think Jake, while uh, not given the screen time at the very end, if we're talking about, like, mitochondrial Eve and the survival of, like, sort of a new race of humans, I think Jake is mitochondrial dog. Yes. I think Jake is the, the link from, like, wolves to the dogs that we have now i think he plays a very important role i both love and i'm not surprised but i thought about thought that about a about lot this. yes <laughs> i actually didn't even see the dog he is he's there i believe you and i, I believe that we don't would see know. him on earth but i believe that he made it to earth i believe that he ran around the luscious green Fucking, hills. And I mean, it's a fucked dog. all the wolves. Fucked all the female wolves, and then we <laughs> had domestic dogs. I love that. That's how that happened. That's canon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Kaylee, I'm so glad that in this series, you know, with like reasonably good representation, that we end up with just two white guys in charge. Mm. Um, I mean, Hoshi doesn't stay in charge, but for human some race. reason, Lampkin seems to. I mean, oh, she's in charge for like five minutes, but they're like, like, I don't want this. I guess since Rosalind's down for the count, they're like, this fucking guy will do. He'll do. It's weird. We like his dog. It's weird times. Make the dog president. The writers love him. Like they were like all like, oh, we love him. I think they really like the actor, which I feel like that happens sometimes on TV. And you're like, I get that this human person is a great. Great guy who you love working with. I but the character you wrote is shit. 
Where is Michael Hogan's wife? Indeed. I would have loved to have had her back. She's I want to see her role in the the settling I of New Earth. I wanted her to be called for president. Mm. I would have lost my fucking mind. I would have been, been like, great. yes, where was she? Didn't see her. She was a very rational she part of whatever that thing was they were doing. She wasn't in the exposition bullshit thing from last episode. Boo. Boring choices. And we're going to talk more about white guys as this goes on. There are so many white guys in the finale. So many white guys. Anyway. Gaius finally decides to do a selfless act and he's going to go and he's going to help rescue Hera. But somehow in the process of this, he blames his leaving on his followers. (laughs) He's just like, I was never your, you appropriated me. (laughs) I've been appropriate. My culture has been appropriated. Yeah. That's how that works. He like makes them feel bad. Yes. And it's like, I got to go. This is on you. Yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, it's good that he goes and whatever. He plays his role in the thing. Blah, blah, blah. But he can't ever not be a dick about it. True. Um, There's a, I forget which six rolls up with an army of centurions behind her, but it's nice to see. It's great. You love to see it. Galactica's ready to jump. They're ready to do this suicide mission. For sure they are. They're crazy. They're going to do it. It's great. They can't do it without a little bit of an Adama speech, which Always. I feel like is not in his top five speeches, but no. he's got to try. Yeah. Basically, it's like if we do right by Galactica, she'll do right by us. You know? She's but probably ship. we're all going to die. But probably we're all going to die. Action stations. He, yeah, exactly. And then I love that like... I love his face when Rosalind does hers. Yeah. It's really cute. It's very sweet. Mm. Um, they're doing the thing. There's drums, 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 drums. Bear McCreary doing the most. <laughs> Always. Mm-hmm. Our mate. Our mate. He is. He told there. me I have a nice voice. He did. That was lovely. That was good times on Twitter. It was. So they jump. And we found out earlier that they were going to be one click away from the colony and apparently one click is very very close yeah they said it would be close but i didn't realize how close it would be clicks are a weird measurement of yeah what's that mean sounds very american they use it in a lot of stuff is it an actual measurement or is it something they just use in sci-fi i have no idea i think they use it a lot in sci-fi it might be a seafaring term i feel like we should know this but we? we don't I don't know. I don't think that's the kind of expertise people have signed up for. <laughs> I think they want to hear us talk about the Vampire Diaries. Okay, great. <laughs> well, we did that last episode. Uh, check it out if you want to know more about it. More about vampires. More about diaries. All of the things. More about Vampire Diaries diaries. Mm-hmm. That's a second plug in two episodes. Pay up, guys. Pay up. <laughs> I know you're running the same kind of high... Little quid pro quo. Yeah, I know you're running the same kind of, you know... High-end organization that we are with our bed recording. It's in our months between episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's recent. Life happened. Life we've been pretty happens good. to the best of us. I would say that for like 80% of the time of this podcast, yeah. I put up regular episodes. Yeah, we kicked Whether us. it's every week or two weeks or whatever. Yeah. We it's just... God, it's hard, guys. It's so hard. It's all right. The distance made it hard. But now we're here, and we're here to the very end. We, which is probably well, about an hour away. Yeah, so let's get there. <laughs> um, They're taking a lot of fire, and I don't understand how they survive like 10 seconds of this. This is always Because we already know that Galactica is kind of falling uh, apart. It's the battle star. 
Sanders. <sighs> She's a strong girl. Um, Sam does manage to communicate with the other hybrid who is still enjoying her bath. They she's she always. she's having way more fun than he is. He yeah. needs to figure out how to be a happier hybrid. Yeah, she's she's happier. She's having a great time. I guess it comes with age. Maybe. Yeah. You need to mature in your yeah, bath. For yeah. Sure. Get all pruny. Figure out what you enjoy. Mm-hmm. So the he communicates to her. She shuts off the guns. The the birds are away. Everything's going to plan. And then they're just like, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna ram Galactica straight into the side of this colony. Yep. It's great. Yeah. They're just like, fuck it, the ship's broken anyway. Yeah. Uh it's like steel beams flying everywhere and chaos and alarms going off and smoke and yelling. And in the midst of all of that, mm. we get a moment. Which moment are you? Or maybe I just didn't take Which notes moment for a are long you time. talking about? I can't hear you. The head guy has had six moments. It's gonna come. It's not yet. Okay. Okay. So the guns on the... The guns? The guns. And ships? The guns. No, just you're not guns. understanding my what? Hamilton reference. And so the balance shifts? Yes. Cool. All Thank right. you. I mean, it, you just said... The I shouldn't <laughs> have to work so hard for that. I thought you said the chips, and I was like, what chips? Oh, come on. It was an obvious reference. Potato chips or fries or what are you talking about here? What's the cultural difference here? Um... <laughs> Have we had some beer? What's that? Yes, we have. Australian? I didn't understand it. <laughs> Stop speaking Australian. What Speak language American. are you speaking? So the guns are shut off on the colony, but they've launched a bajillion raiders. Lee and everybody are, they kind of repel down from Galactica and they're going to go rescue Hera. And Lee is like, like, they take a moment, which I love when Lee is like, okay, everybody, helmets off. Because... They, they want to see everyone's yeah. pretty faces. <laughs> and then I think they probably just leave the helmets where they are because they're not carrying them around. No. It's very silly. It's but very great. TV sci-fi and I love it. Mm-hmm. And then there's a moment where we like finally, after all their misadventures, racetrack and skulls, kick the bucket. Sad times. Yeah. Uh, Which I feel like you're not sure what happens but then we'll see it again later should we pull one out for racetrack and skulls yeah, but not literally on the bed because we did that i did that already we're drinking whiskey is the point are we going to do that for every death because we're going to be real drunk i mean we got to get through this whiskey one way or another <laughs> we don't have to get through the whole this bottle scotch no but just this this wee glass we have here um, the black stealth uniforms i called out before and i'll call them out again they're mm-hmm. my favorite Great. and i don't even mind that all of the women don't have sleeves. They just have like the What do you vests. need sleeves for? They're just going to cover up your... Your guns sexy, sexy that are arms. holding your guns? <laughs> all these women have three guns as far as I'm concerned. Yes, absolutely. Gun, gun, I understood gun. it. I'm Thank sure our listeners did too. Yeah. It's fun for me. It's fun for everyone. <laughs> there are old school centurions on the colony, which I think was a smart way of storytelling yeah. because there are new model centurions uh, working with the humans now. So it's kind of like old models versus new models. Aw. <laughs> sentimental. It is sentimental. Simon is doing more creepy nonsense with like tools that don't look real. <laughs> Just like a bendy thing that he <laughs> sticks in Hera's neck. Just because for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. Chasing giggles and torturing children. It's of fine. Course. It's an it. It's an it. Yeah. 
Totally. Mm-hmm. And Boomer finally steps up and I was like, yeah, Boomer, snap his neck. And then I was also <laughs> like, oh, Simon. <laughs> R.I.P. that version of Simon. Yeah. But then there was another Simon immediately who was like, they killed that Simon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is Simon's best death. I don't know. What's Simon's best death? Oh, it comes later. Mm. It comes. Way oh later. yeah, there's a really good one. I know what you're talking. You about. know the one I'm talking where Adama kicks him over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. a great death. Like I was like, that's damn to, to die being kicked by Bill Adama. Yeah, but he's just like standing up and bleeding, bleeding. for a period yeah. of time no, first. It's, it's great. Uh, Cavill is Cavill to the end. He's snarky as ever. <laughs> I feel like Doral is here this whole time, but he doesn't ever get a line or even a good death. You see him like you see him looking at him dead but i don't remember any of his death simon just there is a great him. there's a great bit later where he's there's a doral looking at a dead doral yeah, yeah and that's he just, the only like, bit that i remember eyes. but yeah. i don't i don't remember him like having a f- like a like not like in the way that simon has a cool death yeah or yeah, several yeah. even yeah multiple good deaths there's this great backhanded compliment between caprica six and gaius where she's like i never told you this but I always wanted to be proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck our Starbuck and his tattoos. Let's just write that on our bodies. I always, I always wanted, wanted to be proud of you. I feel like that's something my parents would say to me. <laughs> like, I guess that was the only thing missing. <laughs> oh, romantic. Well, he finds it romantic because he grabs her by the vest and yeah. smooches her until they are interrupted by, by themselves. Oh, my it's like god wait you, you can see them, see them too <laughs> so good oh, oh man uh we also get some great just starbuck shooting guns starbuck yelling orders at people starbuck looking badass yeah and i'm very grateful <laughs> i'm very grateful for it yeah and boomer is carrying hera and she finds Hilo and athena and she's like tell the old man i owed him one and then we flash back do you flash back in your version no oh in the version i had they flash back because it wasn't enough to say it we had to flash back to the moment where (sighs) she said i owe you one and he was like people say that they never they never like pay good on their favor or whatever and then it's like oh my god she did that now okay well that's something i'm glad they cut out yes it's good to cut that (laughs) Good Could have that. had more Ellen stripping Could fine have had a lot of with the over explanation being cut. Yes, but that was there. I think it was very rough for Athena to fucking kill Boomer in front of Hera. In front of Hera for this. I was like, give the girl a break. She made She's some gonna mistakes. die anyway. Yeah. You But we know Athena is pretty hardcore about for sure. her kid i know but still chill out man it's a lot yeah it's a lot she like she's done the damage yeah but i think maybe athena wasn't able to move on without doing that so what athena whatever. that's so unlike her you I'm mean the woman shocked. who killed a random six because she was having dreams about six taking her child so she just killed like a, a six taking her child <laughs> Yeah. She's like, this is putting your the entire fault. fleet at risk. <laughs> yeah. That that Athena? What? Wild. You know who else is doing the most? Who? Ishe. She has taken control of that 
hospital wing. She oh, don't need no yeah. coddle. She does not. She's she like, hey, no you'll know. Put an X on their head. Mm-hmm. Send this guy out. Get this guy the fuck over here. That guy's fucking dead. He's she's dead. amazing. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. She's in charge. Large and in charge. Yep. The way we like it. Adama and Ty are like yelling into phones in front of each other, being the best team. There's a fire in the CIC. Of course there is. Chaos. I feel like this is maybe the one of the bisexual dream moments of this show is Gaius and Six together, like shooting at people. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's hot. I found it attractive. Yes. Always. Gaius apologizes for sort of shooting at Lee and he's like, no, you did good. Like, it's, the, I think, the first <laughs> time he's ever given him a genuine compliment. You're helping. Actually, though. You actually helped. I mean, Six did the most, but you tried. He tried. Yeah. And that's all that a white man has to do. <laughs> After a lifetime <laughs> of bullshit, you can be redeemed by trying once. <laughs> Laura's sitting in the hallway all she's just like traumatized and kind of covered in blood and she has to inject herself with more medicine to (laughs) stay alive for a few more hours and she has a little like kind of waking dream about Hera and goes off to run after her and she's all shaky. So my question is this. Yes. This scene that follows her running after Hera. Okay. Are we to believe that this is the dream sequence that we have had over and over again. Yes. Paying off. I believe we are. I am super underwhelmed by it. Like super underwhelmed. <laughs> that it just happens like on Galactica. And that it's really not anything that needed to be. It just feels really like, okay, that was it. Did they just, were they just like, fuck man, we didn't pay this off. I mean, I think... If you follow the episode through, it's super important that Hera ends up in the CIC because that drives the tension of the deal that gets made and then eventually drives but she Starbuck to putting in the numbers. And Yeah, but she probably could have ended up in the CIC a different way. They had to pay it off somehow. I know, but like, <laughs> as I said, it's fine. I like that they just a at little least underwhelming. paid it off. It yeah. was just a little underwhelming. I think that's fair. I think it could, I thought, just thought it would be more. <laughs> I think that's fair. Especially because like, Six is picking up a child. She can't see, it's not like she's picking her up to steal her away. She can't no, see that's anyone the point. else. She's like, there's a baby here alone and there's a lot of gunfire. I'm going to take her away through this thick door so that people can't shoot at her. I mean, I think that's the point they were trying to make was the whole time you were supposed to think like Six and Gaius are stealing the baby and really they were just protecting her in the moment. As anybody would do. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. I think any of our listeners in the midst of a gunfight, if they saw a toddler, would probably pick them up and take them with them. Yeah. I mean, we start thinking that Six is evil and Gaius is terrible, but I... I'm not arguing that it's not I underwhelming. I would argue that probably even Trump would save a baby. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, not if it risks his life, maybe. <laughs> I would much rather have Gaius Balzer as president than Donald Trump. Let's put it that way. Hot take. Heard it here. First. Shocking. Maybe Gaius Baltar is what we need for the 2020 election. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. Mary McDonough, where are you? Everybody's back on Galactica now. Uh, Adoral 
pops out and just like shoots at everyone from behind, which I did think was interesting because Doral is the first. Um, he's like on Galactica right at the beginning, le- leading that tour. So that felt like a, a little bit of a throwback, like yeah. a Doral he's on Galactica. He's not super featured in this episode. But he's not, yeah. but he gets this moment of um, mostly shooting Hilo in the back of the leg. Great. And Athena sort of has to choose between like letting, like putting Hera down because she has to keep Hilo alive. And then Hera runs off. and As Hera does. Hilo sort of sacrifices time. himself, even though, spoiler alert, he'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> Like, you're gonna bleed you, out no you have to go ah. you chose to listen to this before watching the entire show that's on you spoiler alert that's on you Hera's running through this war zone that is Galactica now and there's like beautiful Bear McCreary music swelling oh, and it's I really pretty uh, Rosalind does manage to grab it in my her. head right now I know it's stunning Rosalind grabs her and kind of like ducks behind a thing I thought this was a drug dream oh no because she, i think Hera she really gets her disappears for like from where Roslyn is because Roslyn's with her and then she's not so does Hera just run away because i kind of understood that Roslyn thought she had hair and she didn't she was I tripping feel like balls maybe that's open to interpretation maybe. considering where the finale ends up but yeah, um i, I thought she her. actually had her and Hera is just really good at running off Hera loves running off it's her favorite thing it it's her favorite thing to do <laughs> sometimes i see toddlers like that and I'm like, that's a rough thing. Like, they just like, open door, run. And I'm like, Bye. holy shit, man. Good luck keeping your kid alive. I think that's how my dog would be if she got out. So I can't imagine like An having child. a human yeah. who has those instincts. Yeah. Gaius and Six see that this is all happening. They scoop up baby Hera. They shut the door. It's all sort of meant to be. And then is Baltop projecting? I don't know that he's projecting, but he's like, he's had visions before. Yeah. Like when they were on, what was it, on Cobol when he first had the visions of the Opera House? Yeah, because they're seeing the Opera House. And I was like, is he projecting? Is Six projecting for him? Is Hera projecting for him? What is going on? Or are we just seeing this? And I don't know. It's crazy. He's definitely been part of these visions before, okay. though. So yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know how to exactly describe it, but it's happened to him before. Would you say it might happen again? Perhaps. Perhaps. Or perhaps not. <laughs> perhaps this time we'll break breaking the cycle. The cycle. Mm. But he knows. He says, I've been here before. And then we get this beautiful scene of Adama kick, literally kicking ass in so the it's CIC. Like, yeah. And it's like Simon stand hemorrhaging blood and like, uh, and then Adama just walks past him and just kicks him over. It's actually an epic scene and i, I really think love it. Uh, 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 is my new favorite verb okay cool cool i will try to find i don't know there's not going to be a gif of it but maybe we could make one i don't know how to do that from a movie but we'll try it's yeah, a great yeah, it, it needs either. to be recognized but i'm sure it's been undervalued it's a good moment for like both Simon, of these actors generally yeah. indeed uh and then we see oh what's this is this a bathtub weirdly on the top of a balcony surrounded by the other Cylons? <laughs> or is it the final five on the balcony of the opera house? Yeah. Yeah. It's all coming together. Somehow in the chaos, Cavill gets away from his captor and puts a gun to Harry's it's because head. because the ship keeps like jolting. Yeah. And so he gets away. Yeah, it's not doing And then favors. threatens Hera. This Calls thing her a thing. With a gun. Yeah. 
And then Gaius, God bless him. God's bless him. Doing what he does best, just talking his way out of a bad situation. It's finally, it's what he was born to do. (laughs) And he's reached his moment where he plays his part in the grand plan of the universe. He sure has. He bullshits his way and buys people time. (laughs) God is beyond good and evil. God doesn't take sides. Trying to appeal to Cavill's logic, which mm-hmm. is ridiculous. It is. And Saul offers them resurrection in exchange for Hera. Cavill agrees. He's like, give me that phone. And he's like, it's me, Cavill. Stand down. <laughs> and then they confirm. They're like, they're standing down. Wow. I think Hot Dog gets to do that. They love throwing Hot Dog a little bit of extra scene. They do. They do. And that's the end of Daybreak Part 2, Part 1. Oh, is it? It is. I didn't realize that. I have no break in my notes. Yeah, I think well, on the DVD you watch it, it plays through. It plays through. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, Daybreak Part 2, Part 2, or Daybreak Part Daybreak Part 3. Wow. Would wow. you like another beer? I. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> Daybreak Part 2, Part 2, or Daybreak Part 3. I did it. Okay, great. Okay. The Raiders have stand, stood down. The Vipers are returning to Galactica. This is the moment where we get Doral looking at another dead Doral and rolling his eyes. Yeah, it's, it's great. Really, he he took that moment and he owned it. <laughs> we have six comforting Athena, and Athena doesn't even like shoot her. Yeah, which it's is nice. nice. It's nice to see Athena not shooting people. <laughs> we like it. It's great. She's turning a new, turning over a new leaf. Hmm. They have to do the hand in the water thing, and they're gonna share. Everything. Everything they've ever experienced. And this is just one of my favorite things. Where Tori's <laughs> like, so like, we've all done bad stuff, right? <laughs> there are certain things we've all done. And I just think that like, we There are certain all- murders we've all committed. <laughs> we all should probably just, just like chill about it. We'll just let bygones be bygones. Just, and, and then- Dead wives be dead wives. <laughs> and then Ty is like, yeah, 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 we forgive you. Whatever. <laughs> Can I just say, Tyrrell's face acting in this scene is just it's stunning so work. It's very good. It's so good. It's just like you see the like whole thing play out on his you face. You don't know that his eyes can get bigger, but they and then they bigger. keep doing it until they basically pop out of his skull. <laughs> Pretty much. He's like... So the guys are talking about him and they're like, yeah, he doesn't really think through what he does. He's just really good acting. but I, And he's actually a really good background actor, face actor, which they were talking about too, which is true. I think we've pointed it out before. Like sometimes yeah. you're just watching a scene and you, you just, just cut to Tyrrell reacting. Tyrrell and he's just a great reactor. But anyway, it's just like his face goes on such a journey. It's just amazing. It he is. should just win what's the awards that they give? The, the Emmys? face acting the awards? The Grammys? No, that's the music. It's the Emmys, the right? Emmys is, is that for TV? The Emmys is for TV. I don't know your fucking white guy award systems, but Tyrrell should get one for his face acting in this, like, I just minute. don't think face acting has historically been a category. It should be. And he should win it. Because he's like, he goes on a journey. You can see him. He's like, oh, I'm watching her. Wait, why is she with my wife? And then this what did you do? And, and then, then what, what did you did do? do? And he's like, head's turning a bit. And then he turns to her and his eyes are, like, huge. And he's just like, oh, you bitch and then just like kills her yeah short fuse some would say kills her real good yeah which was a tasty beer 
was is still is it still is still so is drink a tasty it. beer it's a bit light for me but it's fine <laughs> um i feel like tori in that moment was just sort of like don't think about murdering kelly don't think about murdering kelly don't think about murdering kelly <laughs> didn't work <laughs> you know it's like when i tell you not to think about the number six and now it's all you can think don't about. Think about a white horse. Uh, so that's a big thing that happens. And then my note's just very violent. Because I think that whole scene is super violent. It's it's like very creepy him. watching it happen. Not just him, but the whole room then after Yeah, the that. whole room explodes because like they pull out too early. What? Oh. Those, those are the words that came to me. Do with them what you will. They came to you? <laughs> Too too early, you might yeah. say. Um, um, and just... Cavill freaks out. Everybody freaks out. Cavill freaks out. Which is fair. It was a trick. It's a trap. We're going to kill It was just all a really big whoopsie. But it's really fast that it's like the remaining Cylons in the CIC, a lot of them are getting dead and Cavill's like, frack! And he just shoots himself, shoots himself in the, in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a very effective way to kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. He's like, oh, we're fucked. And just, I guess I'm done. Which just didn't really feel like something he would have It didn't done. feel like Cavill at all. Um, I think it's really funny because like Ellen and Ty's faces in this are also great. And then also it's just... Re- it is sort of like what, like when you're watching your friends fight, like a couple that your friends with fight and you're there and you're just like, okay, I guess yeah. I'll stay here. Yeah. Like, oh shit. They're all, we're watching this unfold too. Oh shit. And then everyone else in the room, it's just like four people with their hands in a bath with their faces just changing. Which I feel like at first it, Sam seemed like he was really enjoying the um, attention. Yeah. The physical touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor guy starving for attention. Poor um, guy. Anyway. So that's just, I, th- I thought that was great. And then, okay. Okay, but... This moment. This moment, because now we're back to... Is this when they need Dead to jump? Skulls and Racetrack, oh. who have previously... Th- what is, what's the expression? That, like, the, their nukes are hot or whatever? They, like, oh, warmed they up. die onto... They yeah. die, and then, like, the ship gets jolted, and Racetrack's arm, like, moves onto the button or whatever. And then all the nukes get fired and then the colony explodes yeah which just seemed a little ridiculous yeah in an in an episode where a few things are going to feel a little ridiculous plus um maybe there's a bigger plan Mm, maybe it's god's will maybe it is that racetrack had to die so her dead arm could hit a button to blow up the colony Um, yeah anyway anyway what were they doing in the colony that it mattered anyway at that point i guess it just means that most of the silence are dead now yes yeah um or most of the evil silence anyway yes good ones they're they're staying mm. mm-hmm. and then they're like hey starbuck um do you know any sort of like random number sequences that you could put in <laughs> now How, do you just have any in your head off the top of your head they, the coordinates for the rendezvous point wouldn't be written at or plugged into the computer or adama would not have learned them by heart like if it's actually just a nine digit or whatever it is number, oh that you would have an emergency place that you know isn't like inside of a sun yeah to always go to yeah yeah to be like hey we just wrote the coordinates right here. But then there's like this, this is five like the minute safe scene. place you can always jump to. Five minute scene with like Starbuck being like, 
Oh my god, my nose is so blocked. But you get what I mean. It's like yeah. it's so overdone. It's so overdone. It's like Starbuck as a kid, and then Starbuck at the piano with her dead dad, and, yep. and then Hero with the music notes on the sheet again and again and again. And it's like, okay, we get it. This and then if we didn't important. get it before, Starbuck gets to say the words, "There must be some kind of way out of here." That's the words from the song. Wow. <laughs> I really like Bear McCreary's version of it. So I was glad that we got to return to it because it's very like. I'm a big it's, fan. It's great. But it was one of the heavier handed things. Yes. That's happened. That probably could have cut about show. five minutes out of that scene. <laughs> we got it. We're pretty smart. We understand. <sighs> Maybe that was network notes. I don't and know. And then they jump. And then. I just, but I also love that Kara yells, "Jump!" Yeah, just I, like I the feel like the, sh- the ship won't jump unless you yell it out. It's like Siri, but that, <laughs> but that's what all of the hybrids the hy- do, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. fine. But yeah. like, it's because just she's like, mystical, and what is she? Will <laughs> she, she disappear later? <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> but then she has to yell, "Jump!" Ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's a lot. And then I just feel like I I like that. We get some flashbacks throughout with a lot of different people doing a lot of different things that they used to do before the space apocalypse. But the fact that it takes three episodes to go through the first time Starbuck met Leodama. Yes. It's just like, and the fate of the world depends on this number sequence. And then it's like, now we're doing shots. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It just feels a little like, the stakes are not the same. Yeah. Um, I just had this thing which is like, this is not appropriate brother's girlfriend behavior. Mm. Mm-hmm. But they do talk about fate and death. and She doesn't want to be forgotten. She guys. doesn't want to be forgotten, but she's not scared of dying. I feel like what she's actually scared of in that scene is sobriety. But... <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> Indeed. They do get this fun line about like, Oh, Kara Thrace, the fearless warrior, huh? And she's like, she does a little like dun dun dying, which I forget the tune of. She oh. does a little like da da da. Oh, I forget very, that. It's very cute. Yeah. It's a cute little moment. Yeah. And then we're back on Galactica. That's all we needed. That's of all those, we needed. Of those two. We're uh, back on Galactica, which is Galactica's broken. Very last jump, which Ty is going to spell out for us later, but it's pretty freaking obvious. <laughs> Uh, the yeah. ship is basically it's in It's a very half. Titanic scene. Yes. It was so Titanic. I wrote that too because I feel like we've talked about that in it the is. past that you thought the ship sounded like they used Titanic sounds. I think they did. And it, it sounds like that again. Yeah. And then my note is, oh, hey, that's a familiar continent because I think it's like Africa. It is, but it's nice that they didn't lead with North America this time because yeah. that's what they did the last time they showed Earth. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, North America, what else is there? Yeah, that's yeah. like every single picture of a globe y'all have over here. Well, yeah. So they're like, she'll never jump again. So wherever we are, that's where we're going to stay. Good. Where have you taken us, Carathrace? <laughs> where has your special destiny brought us? Uh, and they they do this little like, ooh, it's like a moon where we're at. Oh wait, what's behind that moon? It's, it's Africa. Africa. <laughs> you know what, Kara, Kaylee? That's my name. 
But I am. I've got like yeah, Caroling's hair right now, and I've got my you little do. like army also, green I shirt was on. About Carthrace. Do you know what, Kaylee? I bless the rains down in Africa. That was like a silent oh, laugh. It was, which is super appropriate for a podcast. Yes, it is. Um, it's really great. It's like you guys. It was know. more just like I needed to take a two a moment, second long break to be like I have a podcast from this conversation. With who made that joke? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing with my life? Um, something I'll say about their their time in Africa on Battlestar Galactica mm-hmm. is it's not raining. What if it does? They're they're like, we'll get rid of all our ships and we put up like a tarp. Yeah. And we're all very far away from each other. And ty- they just all have like one backpack, which like I assume Ellen and Ty. So like one big question that I have and like I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but let's throw it in. Uh, <laughs> how are Ellen and Ty going to do without alcohol? And oh, I think that's the first thing they're going to learn how to make. The two bags that they have full of booze, I assume, yes. The what remainder of the booze in the fleet. Yeah. Just which like, somehow they never ran out we of. We have these two bags. We're going to fill it with ambrosia and whiskey and everything. And then we're going to take a recipe and maybe some like, I don't know. Well, it was hops. like the first thing they did on New Caprica make was, um, no, was find something to smoke. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because, because they're like, oh, all we need is each other, and I'm like, but you both kind of have a pretty heavy alcohol dependency. I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's not all you need. And actually, just like time in isolation, only with the two of you, sounds like a recipe for a complete disaster. Oh, for sure. Uh, but yeah, let's get there. I a lot of my notes for the second half are about that. Yeah, it's like, what will they? There's do? a lot to process in the this bit. We've got a little 12 hours later, the whole fleet has joined up with Galactica at this beautiful planet they magically found. They've got a couple like little tents and stuff set up already. And then just like a and row we've of got, white like, guys in the grass. Sea of white men yeah. in the grass. I'm Snakes glad you noticed that too. Yeah. yeah, it's hard not to notice. Uh, and I just, okay. Some thoughts now that we're getting into the meat of this finale. Mm-hmm. We lost. We're got like we haven't yet, but Very we're gonna lose Roslyn and we're gonna lose Starbucks. Yep, and it's like kind of our two most favorite strongest women tori's already got i wouldn't say tori's one of the strongest characters but on this show but she's gone too the, also the only person of color in the final five mm-hmm. also a woman of color uh-huh. she got barely any airtime and then was strangled to death and it just sort of feels like like what the show creators are doing is setting up centuries of the patriarchy yeah they're like, like all the strong women died and all the white men made decisions and that was how the world got made and so just to clarify are we to believe that apollo and Hilo and like athena and hera are like the greek gods and that's yes, where they come so from this is this is my question because the, it's not one question there's an endless just barrage of questions that anyone might have after watching this finale. And I'm, I'm going to say, I don't hate the finale, but when you're dealing with the, what they say is we found the most advanced species on this planet and they are pre-verbal sort of like maybe Neanderthals. Um, I think that may be what we're meant to believe. Yeah. 
Greek mythology is not going to happen for a long time. That's true. So I guess because some of these people are Cylons, but they're, we have never established how the final five age because Ty seems to age like a normal human. Yeah, but he's not. But then it doesn't matter because the people who are like, so, okay, no, no, no. That for me is less of a question because I feel like what could is have it, happened is if is they it were these in civilizations Greece, could have lived long enough and passed on these stories, passed on these stories long enough that once every, like there were more civilizations on the planet that caught up with them, they were, there were still these myths hanging around that were like, once yeah, there was a like man verbal, called Apollo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I feel like they were like, we will bring them language. And then with that. It just, they're like, it seems like there's like a lot of centuries of other cultures and beliefs and things happening before we get to ancient Greece. What? You mean it's not the white people first? Kaylee. Not that the ancient Greeks were white, but we imagine them as white. We do. But like they were white adjacent. Um, I think that we're meant to believe maybe that there was like verbal history passed on about these people who came down from space and that was like a thing that passed on until it was eventually put into writing. And we'll pretend that just because this was an American show, so they're speaking English with American accents, that maybe we're not like we're not meant to believe that the language we speak now is the same as the language they spoke then? No, I think we're supposed to believe that they speak their language, but it's just in English for our benefit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that, because that's kind of wild. Yeah, that would be very silly. Because English didn't come about for a long time. Sure. But Tyrrell did go to Scotland. Yeah, so... um, I didn't pull much from the Battlestar wiki for these episodes, because honestly, I didn't feel like there was much worth talking about, but... uh, in the we, finale? It says somehow on the wiki. I don't know. Uh, in the podcast, Ronald D. Moore is happy to confirm that Tyrrell did find some natives in Scotland and ended up being king of the Scots. Of course he did. Apparently, since Aaron Douglas loved the idea of Scottish civilization with its great tradition of engineers being descended from Tyrrell. This may suggest that Galen Tyrrell, a male Cylon, had successfully mated and produced children with a new earth native human female to produce at least one other hybrid, which is gross to think about. And also, so I am Scottish heritage, so I am a descendant I of I would also be a descendant Tyrrell. of Tyrrell in that case. So we're related? I mean, in the way that I'm related to Princess Diana and George Bush, it's pretty distant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, we're all we're all related to mitochondrial Eve. <laughs> Didn't you read the article? Which apparently is not w- how mitochondrial Eve works, or isn't a thing, or something. But it's whatever. Um, let's go back to these white men in the yeah. grass. So there are there are six little white men sitting in the grass. <laughs> uh, there's just something very like it's just very stark that it's just them. It's very stark. It's very like guy is kind of like the fact that they found other people like other beings on this planet they randomly jumped to seems like an insane miracle and Gaius is like well this is the most advanced civilization we found so <laughs> like he scoffs at that in this really weird way and, and then, then talks about mating with them and then Adama's like oh one track mind and he's like I mean for the future of our species 
There's yeah, like it's all just very strange, and it's all just kind of colonizing. Even though their sort of whole deal with this is like they're not really colonizing, like they still totally are, and it's just it's it's gross, and I don't like it. But also, there's three thousand of them. They could have just found a place away from these people and just like done their own things. Why do they have to scatter all over the world? The, and it's they just sort of gloss over that detail with like. For the best chance of everyone's survival, we're going to split everyone up on different continents and get rid of all the spaceships. Did you see Australia? Australia was there. Oh, nice. We're going to fly them not. into the sun. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. It's really it's really weird and it makes you feel kind of gross. Yeah. And I wish there were some women in charge, even though we did have centuries upon centuries of patriarchy. So maybe it's realistic. Wow. Uh, But before we get there, we've got to talk to Romo Lampkin about his plans for a new city. The president. President Lampkin. And then Leah Damo, who gets to be in charge of everything for no reason, is like, what if we didn't have a city? And everyone's like, ooh, tell me more. (laughs) What what do you mean? We could give up our health (laughs) care? That sounds amazing. It just creature comforts like toilets? Let's just shall it. Let's just shoot it into the sun. Shoot it all into the sun. I don't. I I get the idea in theory yeah. of how they want to break the cycle and they want to be less dependent on technology. Da, da, da. But it seems like they could have brought some things. Along. What if there are more silos? What if they find them? Do you like? Are they just at the point where they're like, we would rather you explode this planet than us have to ever be in space again? I don't know. But also, did they keep some of the... I know Adama's they got... They took backpacks. Adama's got a ship, but does are there literally any other ships? Because also, they have to get them to the different continents. And then they fly them into the sun. Easy. But they have to get the people to different continents. I I'm joking. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't get it. Do they split them up and then put them all in the battle star that Anders is flying and then he leads the fleet into the sun? Maybe that's how it's done. Maybe. I don't know. It's... It's all... They don't they don't give you a lot of details, you know what, which is fine. Kaylee, I don't think that we can answer this question until we've lived through several several years of post apocalyptic space, space war. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't know how they feel. It just I would feel like you would want to keep people together. Maybe Any, they're sick of each other. They might be. It's sort of like when you go on like a stressful vacation and you're then like, at I the end of it you're like see you again. N- never again. Goodbye. No goodbye forever yeah we're um, done i just think they're gonna regret it after a couple of years <laughs> probably probably they'll be like sleeping in like tyrell's in fucking scotland in like below freezing weather yeah and he's like like the fuck was i thinking yeah i got this tent so that's working out for me yeah this is great uh, i feel so warm <laughs> they do have this line where Lampkin is like, I'm shocked people are so accepting of this. And they're like, yeah, weird. (laughs) Uh, The sixes, the eights and the twos are sticking around. So hopefully in different colonies as not to confuse people. Oh, so there's just a colony of sixes. No, I mean like, Oh, the opposite is the opposite. Got it. They split up all over the world. (laughs) It would be super weird to just roll up on like, a, a continent of only sixes. Isn't that Sweden? <laughs> Fair enough. 
<laughs> and then Sweden existed. <laughs> it was just all treasure helper. <sighs> they give the base ship to the centurions because they're like, they've earned it. Yeah. Hopefully they won't kill us all later. I think it was nice of them. Yeah. Hopefully they don't kill them all later. Let's set I mean, them free. I haven't found them yet, given that this is our past and all. Looking it would be a great moment for aliens to attack. This would be a great time for uh, Cylons to attack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like right now in this moment, but also just politically in this time period. Oh, fuck yeah. Be, yeah. I think We'd it'd really be really have to helpful. get our shit together. I would welcome them. Uh, and Anders then flies the whole fleet into the sun. Would you say so he had there, his perfect moment in the universe? I think if I if I didn't think that, it was really nice of them to provide a flashback to that sports interview. Yes, very, very good. I'm glad I wouldn't have got that on my own, and I'm really grateful for the uh, writers for oh, doing that man. for me. Uh, it was a weird kiss that Kara gave Anders to. It was like it a was really like weird a sexy angle, kiss, but it was also like at a really weird angle it where, was. like, you're in his perspective, kind so of. So it was kind really. of like fish mouth, yeah. coming towards him. Like, it's not. It's, it's a weird. It was weird. Yeah, mm. I agree. Uh, she puts her hand in the goo. She throws her tags in the goo. She is great. Like though, the emotion that she's feeling in this oh, scene looks beautiful. Yes. It's fantastic. And she leaves the room, and he says, "See you on the other side." Like he was really in there the whole time. Yeah, just choosing not to speak. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm okay with? What Adama in a flight suit? Oh my god! Always. And I've just got Husker written in capital Husker. letters. Did you get the flashback to him? talking to doing the lie detector thing yes i do have that so he like it's just basically him i think alone on galactica he's the last one there, like turning the lights off and then yeah we get this flashback to the lie detector test and they ask him if he's a cylon he's like so we to believe that they knew that cylons look like people because i think that was that brought up in a previous episode yeah that's a super weird thing that we detail because that was a shock to everyone after the space apocalypse yeah but it seems like some people knew. knew yeah a, a fair amount of time before yeah yeah interesting yeah agreed and the the question that really gets him though is have you ever stolen money from a cash drawer and then he's like i'm done having my uh, integrity and <laughs> insulted which is how everybody should react when asked that question well, it's fair. not suspicious at all because <laughs> to me in my head canon he did steal money from a drawer i think he did and i think that's why he got so mad but, but also Jean maybe john way yes you know? Like it was, it was for a good cause. I stole a loaf of bread. I stole a fiver from the cash drawer <laughs> to feed my starving family. <laughs> oh, what did I have in my head? The other? I had who am I in my head for like two days. It happens. Yeah. Lamez is in there, and it prevents other important information <laughs> from getting in there. That's how musicals work. I know it from start to finish. <laughs> So Husker takes off. He flies around Galactica for one last look at her, like, broken body. Oh, so broken. Beautiful scene. Yeah. And then she's flying away into the sun with the rest of the fleet. Another beautiful scene. Wouldn't you think they would want to, like, keep the ships on the planet so they could live in them while they set up their homes? No, because it's a point. They're going to live on the land. But just until they build homes to live in? they're giving it all up. They got their rucksacks full of booze, and that's all they need. <laughs> Just the rucksacks full of booze. Yeah. So Laura's 
looking at these animals through her binoculars. What are these animals? Do you know? Deer? Mm. Antelope? Maybe antelope. There was something like that. Gazelles. Gazelles. They're kind of stripy. Are they in Africa? Are we meant to believe that they're in Africa? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, I think, where Eve's bones are found. But they're not in the same place as... I think they're on the same continent. Oh, okay. I thought they were all on different continents. Africa's big. What? Not on most maps, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I thought that they had gone to a different continent, but it makes it felt like they were at least in Africa because they, uh, yeah, and then with the bird, the pink birds, they're they seem very, yeah, yeah, Africa as well. Hmm. But who knows? I doubt that they spent a lot of time, except for Tyrrell, who's definitely descendant, definitely of the Scot- king of Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Aaron's like, do you know what? I want to be the king, and they're like, all right. That seems okay. But I'm the you king because I'm good acting. at mechanics. Yeah. And my future people will also be great mechanics. Is that true of Scottish people? Apparently. Okay. According to the Bellstar Wiki, it is. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I I believe it. I don't know. I also like his thing here where she, he's, she's like, what do we call it? And he's like, Earth. And she's like, this isn't Earth. And he's like, Earth is an idea. We it's whatever it. we want this it to be. This is Earth. I call it Earth and it is now Earth. Which was the, it's kind of what he was saying all along. Yeah. Yeah. I think he justified his decision to lie to the fleet earlier because he was like, Earth is an idea. So that's what we're looking for, even though it doesn't exist or it's dead or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. They found Earth because they found a planet and they named it Earth. <laughs> he wasn't wrong. He was never wrong. He never lied. He never is wrong. He doesn't lie. He doesn't lie ever, and he certainly doesn't steal cash from the cash drawer. Never. Never. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> he offers Rosalind the chance to get a better look at the animals. Which I thought he was going to... He carries her. He carries her. I totally her. thought he was going to... It's really sweet. Take her closer, like go kill one and bring it over or something, or like That's tame disturbing. one for her. I don't know. Tame I don't know what I thought was going to happen. I didn't... <laughs> Give Husker a moment. It would just I'll be, be a, back a and montage. you can ride one. <laughs> a montage of him taming a beast. I'm down and for then that. riding off into the sunset. Also, I, I was thinking today about how great it would have been as a as a totally realistic spinoff if they had landed on Earth in the time of the dinosaurs and then it would have been like I Battlestar got us, Jurassic Park. Yeah. I almost got us dinosaur beer because I thought about <laughs> that. Honestly, there was like a dinosaur beer mm. and it was like a small flavored beer. And I was like, oh yeah, could I swing that? And I was like, it's a little bit of a stretch, but no, I would have been, yeah. been there for it. Uh, he's carrying her to the Raptor and Lee and Starbucks see that this is happening. Uh, so they Even run though over. she's gonna die in like 24 hours or less, he's like, "Yep, I'm never gonna see you again, my son and my daughter. I love you so much, but I'm gonna choose to fly away. She's gonna die, and then I am going to live for the rest of my life alone." This is the stupidest part of the finale. It's so stupid. This is the stupidest part. Okay, so Lee is like, okay, they have this sentimental goodbye. They have big hugs they have nothing but the rain Jamie get the cat get the crying. gun you should go kissing uh rosalind's hand on the glass of the th- it's, be- it's a beautiful moment uh and adama flies away and lee's like my first memory is of my father flying away but i'm cool with it now <laughs> at least i have you bye Starbuck. forever oh wait <laughs> 
We're fine. We can finally rest and be together, but I'll never see you again. <laughs> Go I don't mind. The other side of the continent. Go die alone. <laughs> I just. Maybe it's the thing that, again, space apocalypse hand wave. <laughs> like. They, they take the trouble to establish that he wants to explore. And he says it like a little fucking boy. He he's does. Like, I want to explore. <laughs> I don't know what he's planning on traversing the oceans with. They don't have any ships. Just needs a plank of wood. Cut down a tree. <laughs> <laughs> and who with? You can't just well, he, sail a whole ocean by yourself. I think I guess Leah thought can. that he was going to go with Starbuck. Right. But, well, howdy. She's like, I'm done too. I'm My journey's over. And yeah. then she's gone. Uh, and then to which I say, I fucking hate this. But not before we finally get to the moment where they kiss while poor Zagadama sleeps on the couch. On the table because he double dog dared her. She, she double, double dog dared, dared him. Double dog dare is They didn't really even get to a triple dog dare. Stupid expression. Is that an <laughs> actual expression that exists or is it for the show? Oh no, that's super real. Oh really? It's like, uh, I dare you. Why double dog? I don't know. I thought it was just double dare. No, double, do do dog, double dog dare is like it's more than a double serious. dare. Serious, and oh. if you get triple dog dare, holy moly! And you don't do that dare, you're a fucking wuss. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's the punishment. Yeah, but being a wuss is the worst. Oh, is it? I think there's evidence of this happening in the movie A Christmas Story, but it was a real thing that happened on playgrounds. Mm, yeah. Mm, so I, I understand why he had to take her up on that dare. Oh, you don't want to be a wuss. You can't be. You have to kiss Kareth Race or else you're a wuss. You don't want to do that. It's just weird times that this is like this the scene. Um, yes. But it's not the only scene because also we have to go back to the goddamn pigeon. Yeah. And I, I guess have. what is with the pigeon? The pigeon is Starbuck because it like found its way out. <laughs> it like. Had a journey and then escaped this mortal coil. I don't. <laughs> Have you? You haven't seen Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Not most of it. I've seen a little of it. There's like towards the end, she's like in a musical in, in college. And they, they're like, the her line is like, it's like a, a Moby Dick musical that like her college, this guy, this stupid college guy has written. And her line is like, and then I could see. The way or was a metaphor. <laughs> she sings it really badly. <laughs> and it's just like exactly that. It's like the, the pigeon. pigeon was a metaphor. <laughs> yes. <sighs> it's just that she also- disappears and he says, goodbye, Kara, you won't be forgotten. And then it's the pigeon flying out the I guess the he never forgot that pigeon because it's the real MVP. Also, I was like, Starbuck, you'll never f- be forgotten. In the 90s, they will name a popular coffee chain after you. Is it named after Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica? Well, obviously not. But can we... I think it's because Starbuck originally is in Moby Dick. Ah. That's where the name comes from, which I thought is why you just brought up Moby Dick. No, but isn't that a great tie-in? Let's yeah. pretend. Let's pretend. Let's cut this out. <laughs> it was intentional. Uh. We're not going out without a little bit of Laura Roslin smoking in her robe. Okay. So wait. Is this, this where the is stuff where is? The stuff is. So the actual scene that happens that you don't see is she's in the bathroom and like looking at herself, whatever. 
And then she's basically just like, this guy is like in her bed and she walks out and she's like, well, this was nice. She's in lingerie. It's super, super hot. And then um, he's like, oh, really? And she's like, you can show yourself out. And he's just like, and this guy's a hunk. Did you see him on the, when we were watching? We saw him very briefly. Yes. Yeah. And she's just like, yep, this was nice. This isn't going to happen again. You can show yourself out. And I was like, yeah, I was like, this is a moment that Kaylee, I hope enjoyed. And sadly you didn't see it. Um, And then she walks around and has the cigarette. So it's a and then she does the coil call. cigarette, mm. which is what you miss in your version. I mean, I feel like the the sexy robe somewhat implied that, but who knows? She had, she was hot. So I assume though, there's no further exposition about why she's just like, yes, I'll join Mayor Adar's campaign. I think what we're supposed to believe is that she didn't I, I i mean all i can ascertain from the fact that that was the subplot and had to do with dating is that and i think the way they're trying to tie it into a dharma the way that i saw it was that like she is basically like not deriving that much pleasure from like sex or relationships or she's not interested in it or something so it's something to do with the fact that or was she's it like, just that she got her groove back maybe she got her groove back yeah. but the way that i sort of saw it was that she was like, oh, okay, I think that I would rather be married to a political campaign till the end than, like, try to connect with a human like this, which is maybe why it draws it back to being really nice that she's ending her life with Adama. Mm, because she finally found that yeah. connection with a human. Yeah, yeah, who wasn't her old student, which is always And the, the all the way to the end was like, hmm. she really didn't know what that end was going to look like, huh? Nope. Wow. Her decision to join this campaign all the way to the end, no matter what she says. Yep. And she was true to her word. She certainly was. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cry again. Um, What I think is funny is they're like, oh, the beautiful wildlife on this planet. Let's terrify them with our very loud spaceship. <laughs> Let's buzz these flamingos. It's great. I think it's funny. <laughs> Until but it's, it's really nice that not she gets funny. to look at them. and Yeah, they're like, oh, just this one continent has more wildlife than all the 12 colonies, which I feel like answers some questions that I had about what was going on in the 12 colonies. Also, probably our continent would probably have a lot, had probably has a lot less. There's probably more wildlife on one of those continents back then than there is in all of the world right now. I'm quite sure that's true. Mm. Yes. But then her little, her little Rosalind arm drops. It's very sad. And she's gone. And Adama's going on about the cabin and the garden. Which is very sweet because we all know that. It is. And then he looks over and he sees that she has passed. And he grabs her hand and he takes the wedding ring off his finger and he puts it on her finger. Are we both going to start crying now? I just wrote, I dare you to watch this without sobbing. It's really sad. Can Can we pull one out for Rosalind? Yes. And Absolutely. Damn, Adama, you should have put a ring on it sooner. Indeed. Although I don't know that Rosalind would have been ready for that. I think he knew. I don't think Ronald D. Moore was going to give us a space wedding. No. Mm-mm. But he um he did make her a real nice grave. Yeah, he picked the nicest rocks. Yeah. Yeah, and a little antlery looking branch. Yeah. Yeah, that's very nice. He finds a place by the water, which is where she always wanted her cabin. He says he's going to build a cabin there. 
And I guess just never have any contact from other humans ever again. And just smoke a lot of weed, maybe? That feels unbranded. If there's weed there, I don't don't know. She would want him to do that. Yeah. Just the whole... I don't... It doesn't make any sense (laughs) that he, he knows that she has, like, two days. And he's just like, bye forever. I don't think it's about her necessarily like i just don't understand why like me it's just it's so much grief and he just has to go be alone and he can't handle it anymore and he's done his part but like he could still have a relationship with the son that he has left the daughter that he has the best the daughter who he doesn't know is about to disappear son after him like all of these people who he loves and he's just like it's the part of the plot that makes the least sense to and, me but and that's the thing is like i can kind of get it with Tyrrell. he's like two thousand years old he's like you know what i'm fucking done i'm gonna go be by also myself. he like he just murdered some lady i mean it's too much as ty said he's yeah. like i would have done the same fracking thing and i'm yeah. like okay legit. that's fine with adama it doesn't make sense no adama has too many real connections and like really? real family he does to just be like well Rosalind's dead so i'm out yeah and Rosalind wouldn't have wanted that life for him either. not at all no and i think Rosalind also knows that his one best great love is is ty yeah yeah so that doesn't make any sense. But anyway, we continue. We continue. We got this weird scene with like people walking in lines like slightly far away from each other. <laughs> and Lampkin is counting them as if that makes some sort of difference. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, why is he counting them? Like, I guess that's all that's left for the president to do. He's like, I'm president. What do I do? And they're like, I don't know. Count the people in this line. He's like, I can do it. It's like, but what the fuck? People are doing their own thing now. You're not a colony anymore. You're just going off and made the decision to not be a colony anymore. But it just felt like is everyone walking to different places, but they're all just walking like in parallel lines, 20 feet away from each other. No idea. I have no idea. And also those if there were like 20, maybe 30 people together in the lines walking to different places, like that's going to get real incestuous real fast. Real I mean, fast. I think they were going to like mate with the local people, right? But That's, they, they, they don't walking... have language yet. Well, That's, that wouldn't stop guys. It's not Gaius, time it? for that yet. It's not about. It's not about connection, Kaylee. It's about repopulation. They have thirty-eight thousand people. That's enough to make more babies between the people who can speak. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. But they want to be a part of, you know. I uh, what I'm hoping in my heart of hearts is that they wait a few generations until the quote unquote natives uh, develop a little more before they start mating with them. But who the absolute frack knows? Oh, yeah, because there's no rape in history. Also, it doesn't make any sense that Tyrrell would go to the Highlands and be king of the people who are already there if the point is everyone who's alive now is related to mitochondrial Eve. Because the civilization is supposed to start with her, but then Tyrrell is away. I don't. It, it doesn't. You can't. Also, her name's you not can't. Eve. It's Hera. I know. Come on. Um. Anyway, let's blow past this. Let's. You can't analyze this episode too much, or it falls apart so it fast. Hilo's okay. Hooray! He's walking with a stick. They're a nice little family. He can't hunt for shit. And like, Athena's going to teach him how to do try. everything. She's going to teach her how to build a house. She's going to teach her how to plant crops. She knows how to do it all. Yeah. They, what do they need Hilo for? He's to pretty be a handsome. Hunk. Yeah. To be <laughs> no, we both the, the earth's 
hunk. He is a hunk. Gaius six is and be Gaius, a and then head six and head guys show up, and I feel like they just look so much more ridiculous in those outfits, yeah. like on the grassy plains yeah. of Africa. <laughs> so ridiculous. Like Gaius is just so in a pinstripe smarmy suit. Yeah. with his slick hair. I also like that God's angels are six and Gaius because if I was God, they they would be my angels too. I believe that about you. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> they assure them that their lives would be less eventful from this point on. And of all the things Gaius starts tearing up about, of all the things he's he done in his life, he's like, again? you know, I know about farming. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's so, the line is funny. It's like, <laughs> anyway. I get what they're going for there and the ties to his roots and his family and he's finally trying to be less of a dick but like Jesus Christ yeah it's a bit of a dick and we get another flashback here to kind of the moment everything was set in motion where Gaius is like you're pretty enough for me to let you into the defense mainframe (laughs) because I love you and she's like, and she's like, oh, love. And he's like, you know what I mean. And she's like, ha, 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 ha. Like, there's no, there's no part of her that's going to be like, I love you too, guys. <laughs> she's like, yes, I got what I wanted. Yeah. Let's end the world. Yeah. Yeah. And then Adama's talking to Rosalind by her But she's dead. He's going to be doing, he's gone, going to go around the twist. He's going to start having visions. Maybe he finds like magic Maybe mushrooms. Maybe he's got a head Rosalind. Maybe he does. I'd like that for him. Yeah, me too. We get shots of little Hera. We get some sweeping shots of our majestic planet that we've now ruined. And then it's 150,000 years later. And, and New York City. Reading an article about mitochondrial Eve. What handsome devil is this? Ronald Moore. Wow. Making a cute little cameo. It's a very cute cameo. Yeah. And Six is kind of like reading over his shoulder in a way that I guess like no one can see them Yeah, is what I'm imagining there. No, they're angels. Yeah. But they are angels who can make themselves be seen to certain people, but maybe only people who look exactly like them. I think so. I think cool. that's how it works. That, that makes sense about angels. Yeah. Um, but I like this little moment where Ronald D. Moore is like super caught up in reading this fascinating article. And then he's like, oh, I'm running late. And he like <laughs> jaunts off. <laughs> and I think it's... Six, who's like, all of this has happened before. And Guys is like, but does it have to happen again? And she's <laughs> like, I think not. It's it's in our it's in our hands, I guess. They have this ridiculous exchange where she's like, people can surprise you. It's all part of God's plan. And Guys goes, it doesn't like that name. He doesn't. He says he doesn't like that name. No, it. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, I thought he said he. No, it. I'm really glad it wasn't he. Actually, yeah. that would have made me furious. Yeah, and then there's this weird Final montage. shot, but before the montage, it's like, because we're in New York City, and there's they pan over, like, some bums on the street begging for change, and then the camera goes up to, like, a TV showing a display of a robot dancing, and then we get the <laughs> montage. So it's like, all of this has happened before. What do we have? We have income inequality, and we have robots. <laughs> the end. <laughs> And what then, does this world also have? Jimi Hendrix. 
Times Square. Yep. A large ad for Beats, <laughs> which I guess had maybe just come out. I don't remember the timeline of that. I don't. I don't remember the timeline either. And the robots kind of get like more sophisticated through the montage. But also, like, there's that one lady uh, have robot. Robots progressed more now because I feel like that felt so. that felt like the level I remember robots to be. So are they more sophisticated? Because I was like, they must have. Be. They, have people given up on the idea of robots? I feel like what we have now more is like ai yeah that doesn't necessarily have a physical form it's stuff like siri or stuff that's like so like we have the technology do. that's always listening to you not in here i had no alexis here thank you very much no google home none of that but even your phone is your phone's listening how dare you shut up hey siri are you listening to me right now can you please stop listening to me Oh, thank goodness. I'll do that later. Hey, Siri. Are the Cylons coming to attack Earth soon? Okay. I found this on the web. Or are the Cylons coming to attack Earth soon? Uh, he thinks it means the Cylons. Also, note that my Siri is a man because... I don't want no fucking female AI. Anyway, the point is, yes, it is listening <laughs> to me because I said, hey, Siri, and it jumped to attention. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's the yep. only thing I have. But also there's things where, like, if I'm not sure if it's all the time or if you have certain apps open, if you're talking about something, you will start to see ads for the thing oh, that you were having a conversation about. Not stuff that you physically searched no, for. No, no, Just I've stuff you were speaking about. Yeah, yeah. I've had this happen to me before. It's really disturbing. Anyway. Anyway, you know what it is? It's the fracking end. That is the end. And we end where we are. In New York City. In New City. York City. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. You could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you're here in New York City. You know what? If you can make it there, you'll make it anywhere. The big apple. Yeah. Okay, we're done. <laughs> I thought you'd have more It's of a hell expression. of a town. It is. The Bronx, I hear, is up and the battery, from what I understand, is down. Okay. And it's a city so nice they named it twice. City that never sleeps. That's true. It is. I'm done. I'm tapped out. We have been talking about Battlestar Galactica for a long time today and a long time in general. Yeah. No longer than me. It has taken me almost three I years. Wanted, can you talk about how you feel about this finale? Is there some, is there like an overall, are, are you happy? Were you let down? Are you just glad it's over? Do you wish there was more? I think it'll be really interesting to come back to it in a few years and watch it like a normal person and not with like deep analysis and huge breaks and everything. Definitely when I watched it yesterday or the day before I had taken like, it's been a couple months since we did the recording and I, I like, I honestly, like I couldn't even remember like what is the president, the new president's name or anything like that. Like I just like had forgotten stuff. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I wasn't, I liked the very, very end. Like I liked the idea that it was our history, that was good. I hated what they did with Starbuck. I just felt like that was a super uncreative choice. I feel like even though Ronald D. Moore didn't want to set up the fact that she was descended from Cylons, that would have been a more interesting story. Uh, what else? I mean, Rosalind dying, fine. I don't like that Adama, I don't know, but like whatever. Yeah. 
that's like w- neither here nor there. I did like when I was watching it, definitely like the, the Tyrrell killing Tori thing was like really like exciting and whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I know the ending is like really controversial and probably like especially putting it against a lot of other finales that are just like like the Buffy finale is like freaking incredible. And I just But it's like, after one of the most underwhelming seasons of Buffy. For sure, yeah. for sure. But like, I don't know which is better. Like I feel like season seven's been overall mostly pretty I mean sorry, season four has been mostly pretty good. Um but yeah, it felt really anticlimactic, I would say. Like I was like, oh, okay. That's it. Like, I mean, I liked that they came to now. I thought that was really cool. Um, but a little predictable. It feels, I, d- I wouldn't say, because I, I have a lot of a lot of problems with where the show Lost ended up, because I used to watch that. But it there's some similarities there in terms of the level of mystery that they were setting up that they sort of explain away with, like, it's god's will or whatever no answers for you just because when you have like a show for sci-fi nerds everyone's over analyzing every little detail and looking for any clue that you're dropping and you're like i on some level get the point of like we don't want to spell it out for you it's all open-ended it's all open to interpretation we're telling a bigger picture story but when you spend so much time setting up yeah. these like elaborate mysteries of yeah. the universe and you solve them by like, I don't know, she just disappeared. Goodbye. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, I mean, it's a little, it just feels like, well, why did I spend so much effort trying to analyze it. that? Exactly. Yeah. But I think that's like a lot of things. Have you seen The Watchmen? Yeah. So that's Damon Linderhoff who did Lost. It's the same guy who's a showrunner. And I think it's just the way that television has changed since then. So, like, I think the way he ended it, there was still, like, a lot of mystery and whatever. But it was super well done. Really well done. And I just think that it's... It was a perfect ending. Yeah. And I just think that, like, it's of its time in that way. And I think a lot of series of that time are like... Like, like Twin Peaks ended in a really weird way the first time and then came back and it got too weird for me. I had to give it up. (laughs) But, like... There are a lot of shows like that, I think, in that time where it's like they sort of go on a little longer than they thought. Like what I really like about Joss Whedon is he tends to like end things every season as if it could be the finale of the season forever or for yeah, the show I think, forever. I feel like people have a little bit more security now. Yeah. It like just timing wise yeah. in knowing where they're gonna have to end the story. Yeah. Um or, but I mean, one of yeah. one of the I I tried to look up a little bit of information about this finale and I caught one interview from Ronald D. Moore that's pretty recent where they were asking him about his feelings about the Battlestar finale now and he was very proud to be like we were we were show during this sort of like transitional time where the way we were telling stories on TV was changing and I'm really proud that we were a part of that he's like they were they were taking cues from shows like the sopranos because Mm. that was a show that was reinventing television and this was all happening like kind of around the same time or just after and i think they i mean we've established at this point that this is a show that didn't always know where it was going but they took ronald d moore knew that this was the very end the very end he knew like the fact that it was set in our history and that it was like a kind of cautionary tale i guess but they they took a lot of risks and overall i think on this show the risks pay out way more than they fail 
Yeah. Um, like regardless of your feelings about the actual finale, I think the way they made the show, the sort of improvisational nature of how it was created overwhelmingly worked to their advantage. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. But it kind of sucks because it's like, you know, you watch like The Sixth Sense and you're like, you can go back and watch it and be like, oh my God, I can see how the whole time, you know, he was this. But that's the advantage of a movie. No, no, no. It's like two sure. hours but long. But I think that series do that now a lot more too. That's Whereas true. with this, it's like people like, oh, someone, like I was on a Reddit forum or something. So it's like, I love going back and like watching and like knowing who the final five are. And I'm like, they didn't know who the final five were. Like you're not finding an Easter egg there. They literally You're finding know. stuff that maybe that happens to line up, yeah. which is fun. Yeah. It's really fun that that happened in the creative that process. That there are moments that line up. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just like that, that kind of stuff is sort of ridiculous. And like, I'm still not even sure about the final five. Like, am I to understand that like the, their children don't age, but that the final five are actually just humans who learn how to download. That seems to be all it is. It's like they, they seem to be human more or less. And like, well, yeah, whole I mean, thing they, it, it's like, if you follow the evolution, it's like there are sort of robots who become sentient, who create other robots that actually have human form. And eventually they become so human that they're able to breed and they're indistinguishable from other humans, except do they live longer? I don't know. Yeah, it's all a bit iffy. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't, I didn't, I just, I didn't hate it. I didn't love, love it. I liked the very end bit, but I just kind of was like, okay. Yeah. Which isn't really what I want from a finale. That's fair. Like, I still think about the Buffy finale, like, all the, the time. The Buffy finale and I is cry so epic. So much. It's so epic. And I think for this show, they made a very specific choice that, like, like the like the ac- action in the whole, like, the third part of Daybreak is nothing. They're, mm. like, on a planet, and everyone's sort of, like, saying goodbye and walking into the distance yeah. and disappearing. Which also feels kind of very quietly. real for Battlestar as well. Yeah. No, and I, I do like it. It is a choice. Yeah, it's a choice. And I, and I can see why people would be really mad about that choice. Because people kind of want something more. But, I mean, in another way, I guess, like, I guess I might have liked it to be explained better, but I guess this is life. Like, it doesn't always end on an epic note. Yeah. And, and there th- was so much epicness yeah. throughout the series that I understand their decision, his decision to end it more quietly yeah. and more f- kind of with this bigger picture philosophy kind of take. Yeah. But I, yeah, we, it most of our finales executed. of like big action shows are big action finales. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been executed better, I think. For sure. Yeah. This but was also like, like um, one thing I read up on was that his idea for the finale changed after the writer's strike because they kind of had it all mapped mm. out and then they had to take a break because of the writer's strike. And during that time, he changed what his concept was. Mm. So originally it was supposed to be like Ellen was being set up to be the big bad. Okay. Um, And I don't have all the details in that. And he just felt like the story wasn't big enough. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Look, I didn't hate it. I just like... Yeah, it's a very... And maybe that just says a lot about us and our expectations. I think for me, it's probably coming off things like, I mean, Buffy and stuff, where it's like, oh, okay. It feels like it should have been something that moved me more. Like, Mm -hmm. I was moved by things, but, like, I wasn't, like, 
But overall, I would say like the last season as a whole is way stronger than the, like the last season of Buffy yeah. or other shows. Like their finale was wonderful, yeah. but the season arc was crap. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just a different, yeah, a different sure. way of telling the story. Definitely a different ending that I totally understand would be controversial. Yeah, I can totally see how people really invested would feel about that. A little let down. For sure. At, at best. And that's I, I liked it when I was, because yeah, I watched this when I was pretty young. Mm. And I think my standards for TV were way lower. So yeah. I was just like, oh, it was like our thoughts the whole time. Wow, amazing genius. But looking back on it now, it holds up in certain ways. For and sure. I, I mean, I feel like it would be I, I do feel like it would be a different show if it was being made now. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It was, it's it's of its time in a way that does feel like they took a lot of risks. And I respect that. Yeah. hundred mm-hmm. percent. And that's the show. That's the entire show. And now we just have that you've been watching for like four years. For sure. And there's still the plan and there's still Caprica. There is. So the Battlestar gonna... content has not dried up. Yeah. And thank you so much. We will. It's been a heck of a journey. Yeah. It's been basically Especially three for you. years. Yeah. Basically three years. I think by the time this gets released, it would have been almost three years since we first released a podcast. So that's a really big journey. Yeah. It's been fun. Um, I look forward to going back and listening to my journey. It's been through a really interesting time of my life where I made a really big decision like three years ago to not pursue a career in the normal way that people do and to like take a break off of that and to focus on myself and just like being a better human and like who needs a normal career yeah but like and and doing something like this was actually because I just had really bad depression honestly and I wanted to have a project that was regular but something kind of fun and to like get better at speaking I guess and yeah being great what a project it turned into love love it anyway love you all love you so much uh i think that we should end on a whiskey yes Uh, so say we all so say we all